In a world where all the movies are about superheroes, two friends team up to talk about movies from a simpler time, a time before iPhones. They'll search for deeper meaning, mock things they don't like, and of course, there will be spoilers. Please join Terrence McHenry and Hollis Lazzarini as they get real nostalgic. Hey. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad to be sitting here with you again. Me too. Good to see you. Good to see you. How is everybody out there? Um, Let's wait for the list. Yeah. Okay. okay. Nice. Wait. Oh. Yeah. 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 I think they're all right. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So... So this week, Village of the Dam, nineteen ninety five. Yeah, and yeah. this was a freshie for you, right? It was. I, I I don't think I've ever even heard of this movie. Oh, it's so great! I, I've I've racked my mind. I went back and and did a a backup and pulled all the the thoughts forward, and I t- really tried to think whether I've even heard of this movie, and I, I have not. Like I didn't, I couldn't remember this combination of. Christopher Reeves and 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 Kirstie Alley and Mark Hamill like I mean it's, it was at any point I expected Christopher Reeve to Superman out right or at any point I, I expected Mark Hamill to break out his lightsaber and like start laying people to waste like and it was just it was hard seeing them in these roles mm-hmm. not hard is like the wrong word I don't it was just it was not a role that I expected of them. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah. And it was supposed to be a horror, and it was just not not right. Not scary at all. These are all kind of reasons I picked this movie. Yeah. The first thing is, it's directed by John Carpenter. Yeah, like Halloween. Yeah, the king. That of is like... my. That is in my top five of um, all time best scary movies. Okay. Halloween is I love it, amazing. Yeah. No doubt. But this one. He actually said that that he only did it because it was a contractual obligation because he wanted to do a different film with with the company. Uh And that happens. Yeah, yeah. It's based on the book titled The Midwitch Cuckoos. The Midwitch Cuckoos. Mm -hmm. All right. The first adaptation, Village of the Damned, was 1960. Uh And this is the second. Okay. The book is set in England. And John Carpenter actually shot this in Northern California. Oh, wow. Western Marin. Oh, wow. And... Our neighbors. Yeah. (laughs) Our neighbors made it hard on him. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. They weren't really stoked that he was filming a movie up here. Okay. When uh, they knew he was shooting, they'd they'd wait, and then they'd fire up their lawnmower. Oh, wow. Or start a chainsaw. (laughs) It is Marin. (laughs) No disrespect to Marin. I love Marin. Beautiful, beautiful county. (laughs) Um, And then my other little sad fact is that this is the last feature film uh, before Christopher Reeves' accident. Wow. And you know, it's kind of kind of bittersweet. You yeah. could I felt like I really felt his effort. Yeah. You know, I I, I think it is strange uh-huh. to see the man of steel playing this small towny husband, you know, kind of like this doctor, doctor you yeah. know, like family practice yeah. doctor, yeah. One of the things that lets us know he's not Superman though is that he gets out of bed in his tidy whities Yeah, no doubt. You he can't really, really superhero <laughs> him up when he's when he's got on his tidy whities Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. So the film opens up where once again these aerial shots where we're kind of with the sinister elements. Mm-hmm. 
at least that's how I took it. Like yeah. when they're flying kind of through the ocean and yeah. or on the coastline. Yeah. And you hear the whispers. Yeah. It has a direction, but it, it, it kind of calls attention to itself to kind of be like, Yeah, this isn't this isn't good this and, and we're moving toward this this cute little town where where they have little like weekend festivals yeah. and you know they got a little barn yeah, and yeah. they're they're i was waiting for the hay out you know <laughs> just like or the no the hoedown hoedown the hoedown the hoedown not yes. the hay out that's <laughs> hey hawaiian <y'all>. stuff <laughs> um so as i was watching it, i was like oh that's so cute and and look at how kind of innocent they are and you have yeah. no idea None. what is coming for you right now yeah I don't even really know. No, and it's weird because, like you say, you hear all the whispers, and then they show this like, I I, I didn't know how to like describe. It. First, I was gonna say it was like a fog, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really like a fog. And then I was like, okay, it's like a like some kind of gas, but it really wasn't that either. And the only thing I could kind of relate it to was like a thing of bees or like flies like that's kind of what it looked like yeah like it was like flying over the house and you could kind of see it it wasn't super prevalent but you could see it and so i was kind of weirded out by that and and then all of a sudden you see all the people like just drop like yeah pass out there and it's a wtf moment yeah and like nobody is like around and what's funny is right before that there's the scene where there's the two ladies talking and she says who's the chef and she says whoever it is and so my first thought is when they pass out I was like oh did the chef like fall on the floor like like that that would be a sucky place to be like to all of a sudden just pass the fuck out when you don't want to you know what I mean exactly and um, they totally show it. And they mm-hmm. show the guy on the barbecue grill all fucked up. And, I mean, everybody else is fine. Like, the dogs are good. All of a sudden, they're rousing and the yeah. cows and all that stuff when it gets to that part, you know. And then there's the dude on the barbecue grill. Like, at least, obviously, he didn't feel any pain. Like, I hope not. Yeah. like They seem to be pretty stone cold. Mm-hmm. And they are so confused mm-hmm. when they when they do wake up. And I, yeah. I kind of felt like, do we even know that any of this happens? Had two of the townspeople not left town that day? Yeah, there was an explosion. Yeah, yeah. The the guy passed. He passed out in the car. He went to get the helium tank. Yeah. And yeah, and, and they s- saw the smoke. Yeah. And then the two officers pass out. Going to try to check it out. And then all of a sudden, enter Kirstiali. Werner with the like Turner, but with a V. That's yeah. how she introduced herself to Christopher Reeve's character. And I don't know about you, but I immediately don't trust her. No, she's she's very like I don't know, like city in this country, like laid back seemingly like little town, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, obviously she makes a lot of money, so she's got the high heel shoes and the fashion it's of that time. And I what I also didn't like about her is that she smoked everywhere, like everywhere. in the hospital. She was puffing away. She I was didn't like, care. Wow, you're in the hospital and you're like a doctor and you're. It's just, just how it was in '95, right? <laughs> <laughs> just puffing away. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't trust her immediately. Like, well, there was that scene when she's standing. They when they make the perimeter and they realize if anything crosses the perimeter, mm-hmm. that whatever it is makes them pass out. Yeah. We don't know. Like you said, is it a gas? Yeah. We don't know, but. 
she has a knowing in this way. Like she's disconnected in a way that isn't normal for the situation Mm -hmm. is what I think kind of triggered me about her. Yeah. When she's just casually standing there smoking a cigarette and knows this guy's going to, I mean, she knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, If I was a cop in that given situation, I don't know how they chose that. Like if they had to draw straws or if he just wanted to be the hero and do it. But if I was a cop and I drew straw and it was, it was me that drew the short end of the stick. Like I, I would, I would do it. Like, or if there was something that we as a group of friends were doing and I drew the short end of the stick, I would, I would do whatever <laughs> it was that we had to do. You know what I mean? And I think he thought that with the gas mask on, he might be safe. Sure. And he got to a certain point and it, and dropped. But what's funny is she just kind of plays it off. She's like, I think he fainted. Like, I think, you know what I mean? Like almost saying like, it that that wasn't what it was like i think he got to a certain point and he fainted uh-huh and she was like his pulse like when he pull they drag him back which is funny and then uh she checks his pulse immediately and she's like talking to christopher reeve and she's like oh phd and he's she's like he's like yeah and she's like well he's breathing and he's got a strong pulse you know he's fine blah blah, blah. and like she just kind of blows it off like it's yeah exactly because like nothing they get into town and she's kind of surmising the situation everyone else is really shocked mm-hmm. and just trying to get their bearings and she looks at christopher reeve and she says you know if anything like this happens again mm. give me a call yeah you know but otherwise let's just wait and see yeah and then he's, he tells her that he thinks she should read a book and i forget what the name of the book is but the book basically says that if you can't figure something out like it is what it is or something like that. And she was like, well, there's also a book that says, you know, if you can't figure something out, you exhaust all things that it can't be. And no matter how weird or how strange or how whatever it is that's left, then that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of have this little back and forth that was, kind of weird that and again like it just makes you feel like she doesn't care or she's got some ulterior motive which i guess she does yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so she she leaves them to their own devices Mm -hmm. we'll play the wait and see game yeah yeah see what shakes out and turns out yeah the thing that shakes out is a whole bunch of pregnancies yeah and my first thought is like everybody's pregnant like even the old ladies like It's a miracle. Right. Well, and I actually, because everything preceding the meeting, they, it, it was kind of sad because so many, there was like a couple women who, who seemed to want to get pregnant. Yeah. And for him, he's like, when he finds out his wife's pregnant, he's mm. super bummed. Yeah. And and she's like, what's what's going on? He's Wait, like, the Christopher Reeve. His kid. wife, yeah. He's not, I don't know if he was bummed. I don't he seemed because it was the pattern had already developed and he was like, oh, crap, this yeah. isn't this is not normal. Yeah. It'd be one thing if there was three pregnancies, yeah. but there's 10. Yeah. And some of them don't make sense. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that knows that. Yeah. Nobody else knows that. And when she, so when she comes up to him, she's like, "Yay, you know, two, yeah. two daddy from mommy. Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh damn it. Oh, no. Yeah. 
and the girl that's the virgin who mm-hmm. is pregnant, like freaking the f out. Yeah, yeah, like understandably so. Of course, you know like, now you're in the immaculate conception seat. <laughs> Whoa! But you're gonna be famous though. Come on. Oh. I mean, Instagram. Come on, you could be like IG famous for real, for real. Like, but there's no Instagram in '95. Oh shit! She didn't have that outlet. Damn it! Was there MySpace yet? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so, so they realize that we've got ten pregnancies. Mm-hmm. Peep, some people are pissed. Like one dude, he's like, "You've been cheating on me." Yeah, he's. I've been out of town. He was. I love that part because he was salty. <laughs> I wanted him to be. <laughs> the lady comes up and she's like. Going, well, the one lady's going through the box and pulls the camera out and she like calls him out like she wants to take a picture and he is so salty like he's pissed and the this lady comes up and she really throws like more salt to the right. shit by saying like how's it like being gone for over a year and coming home to being a dad like bitch <laughs> do you know how long a pregnancy takes that kid ain't mine like the fuck like are you kidding me right now like get the fuck out of here like i he got up and walked away like i might have like really let her have a piece of my mind like right but these like, are small town folk yeah still you know, i would have went off on that one you know like, i, I would have lost it on her like he was super salty though yeah he yeah, was he really was and then i felt bad for her so it's like she but she didn't cheat she on didn't you like this is, this is so sad like, like she's she, confused as she, fuck right she now she knew down to the day to the hour of when he was coming home yeah yeah like she was not untrue to this man and yeah it's just a fucked up situation it really was yeah and so then when they realize that we have all these pregnancies and then oh hey what's up doc she's back yeah and she's got a deal. <laughs> and she just breaks it down. Uh-huh. Again, super, it, it sounded horrible to uh-huh. me where she's like, you know, keep your baby. Don't, don't keep, keep your it. baby. It's but if you, you keep your baby, we're going to give you money and we're going to do this. We're going to pay yeah. for all the care. We're going to blah, 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 blah. All to just be able to do some tests every some, once in a while. Some little tests. And you get $3,000. And then there was the one guy that had the mom and then the daughter mm-hmm. that was the virgin he was money hungry. He was like, "Well, what if I have a daughter and my wife? Then you get six thousand. He was like, mm. "Oh, yeah." He was stoked on that extra six he sure G's was. a month. Like Jeez. that time, dude. Six G's a month goes a long way. And I'd say to him, you know, give it nine months, buddy. We'll see how <laughs> stoked you are in this. Okay. <laughs> but yes. but so many of them, they just decide to have the babies. All it of is them. it it is this moment. Honestly, it's too weird. Yeah. And then I've got some lady like, let me test on your baby. Yeah. It would be too weird to me. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Where's the heads up critical thinking <laughs> absent in well, this moment? There's Christopher Reed there. He's kind of fighting it. And he's like telling him, no, you're all signs show that your babies are normal. Because people are That's like, true. we're going to be, de- they're going to be deformed. And he's like, no. And he jumps up and he's passionate about it. And he's like, no, all the everything's going to be fine. Your babies are fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with them. Does he but, have amnesia? Because does he not remember yeah. the day where they all passed out? Yeah. But all the babies are born. Yeah. We, we've we we've converted the barn yeah. into a lovely 
temporary hospital, mm -hmm. curtains and all. Mm -hmm. And it is just a, like, it is a birth fest, yeah. unseen and unknown yes. ever before. Yeah, and like, we've got 10 people delivering babies the, at, at the, the same, same time. time. Right there, yeah. It's a little weird. For sure. To say the least. And you're right. There she is walking around smoking. Mm -hmm. Oh, that baby. Oh, mm. this baby over here. Okay. Oh, okay. She's just walking around. Babies. Babies everywhere. And then. And then the stillborn. Again, there when you, there's where you see this evilness of this scientist, Werner. She immediately wraps it up and runs it out like nothing for the grieving little girl that right. just had a baby by no choice like ha that was obviously having a hard time delivering this baby obviously mm -hmm. um so like she just grabs this baby up and just wraps it up in the, like a, like a blanket and scoots it right on out and says she's gonna autopsy it and it's just right and we see her bounce from from one space to the next too with it yeah. looking over her shoulder the whole time for sure it's it's evil it's super dodgy yeah, and yeah. she gets into like the back of a station wagon or something and the next thing you know she's like in another office building and yeah. she's descending into this Going, and you're yeah. like dude yeah. okay so she's yeah you're above board doctor mm -hmm. <laughs> had my eye on yeah. you for a minute no doubt so then the babies they look normal at first Ish. they just Oh, when they're first born? When they're first born. And have no yeah. hair. And no hair. Yeah, they're just totally. cute little babies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like they were super cute. And then we jump ahead. And then all of a sudden one of them is like in like a baby's chair. like. Oh, that's Mara. Yeah. And Mara doesn't play, Terrence. She's just evil. She like, is the leader. She, yeah. She has zero feelings. Yeah. And, and I kind of love <laughs> that scene. Because the mom, she makes a simple mistake. Mm -hmm. You know, a little, little too hot on the Sorry. soup. It's a little thing. Yeah. But not Tamara. No, Mara's. No, she's. She don't um, appreciate that shit. Not at all. She, she throws that on the ground. Yeah, she's she, like. And it's a stone cold look from that point on. And the mom's like, oh, what's up? Yeah. And then she's like, oh, you know what's up. Oh, you know what's going to happen. See, see that, said, wait. That, pan, that pot you got right there with the boil? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going you're gonna to go ahead and reach and up. And her in mom's there. like, wait, no, wait. Why, why is my arm moving yeah. toward the pot of soup? Yeah. And yeah. Mara's like, just do it. Just do it because you need to know yeah what it feels like is that that's just too hot see this little sizzle on my tongue right here <laughs> my, i'm going to melt the taste, skin off your arm my taste buds are all messed up right now now that'll learn you right <laughs> well i mean in that moment i'm thinking well you'll never give her hot food never too ever hot again. food ever and, again and luckily her friend was actually showing up at the right time you it know been way worse god bless the friends right yes Yes. And makes it to the hospital, mm -hmm. which was almost the creepier look to me when Mara's. Uh, so the dad, so oh. Christopher is holding her and the yeah. mom, he's like, what happened? Like, why would you just put your arm yeah. in, a, in boiling and she, soup? And she wants to say. And then Mara kind of looks at her like, you sure about that? And then she's kinda, you going to you going to snitch on me right now? Yeah. And then she just gives her this kind of little smirk and. The mom's like, nah, I don't remember. And then, and then she looks there like, I own you. Yeah, I it's, got you. It's it. You're mine. Yeah, like you and get I think this. That's why she gives up. Hell yeah. Yeah. And that was really creepy too. But that's a sucky way to go. Like oh. I just, no, not like that. This I would have is... just split. Like, just got up in the middle of the night and just left. 
But see, that's the thing. They could read your thoughts. Yeah. And so, yeah. And like, so the I, kid was like, because she, I think she seriously went out there because you find out later that that was the spot where as husband and wife, they would go and talk yeah. about their dreams or, mm -hmm. or just to clear their mind. Yeah. It seemed like that's what she was actually doing and trying to kind of process what the hell just happened to her with her child. Yeah. And it's when she's on the cliffside and then Mara's like, she gives a nod. Like, yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah. Yeah, you go it. ahead and jump off that go cliff. Ahead, do it. And she does. She go. She go. And Christopher Reeve. Wait, what's his name? It's oh, in this movie. His name. Doctor Allen. Can we just call him Doctor Allen? Yes, we can. So but yeah, then now Doctor Allen. He realizes she's not there anymore, and immediately goes running out there to to look. I I really wanted them to show it, and they didn't. Yeah, that's one thing this film doesn't do. It doesn't get super graphic. Yeah, yeah. Like you would see in a modern day horror yeah. film. I was expecting the like mm. Peter Griffin down there. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like <laughs> the bent leg and her going. Ah, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no such luck no, this darn time. It. Darn it! But darn now it. these kids see. Apparently. It said it in the in the description of the film. I guess it's fully explained in the book. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you picked up on it and just from the movie, but apparently the kids actually develop at a faster rate. Yeah, I see. Because that's what kind of tripped me out. They show like the babies at one point and then at next point they show Mara. Mm -hmm. And it's like completely different level. And I'm like, I wasn't quite sure what that time frame was. Yeah. Um, and so, but yeah, you could see that. And then there's the scene where, um, David is putting on his pajamas and the mom <laughs> comes in and she just loves him so much. And he's actually really is the sweet one of mm -hmm. them, even though in the beginning he does kind of have that aloofness that they all kind of show as their, their presence, their, their demeanor, you know what I mean? And he's like... No need to be emotional. I'm old enough to do these things by myself. And like takes the brush from her and brushes his hair a couple times and goes me. and puts it away. He absolutely but he's kills me. Super sweet. Like you can tell. Like And he's smaller. He loves yeah, and he's smaller and he's and there's obviously a reason on why he's yes. different. But yeah, he's he, he he loves his mom and you can tell he does. And yeah. That's why I think it would be, it was a little more difficult for him, obviously, doing the things that he did. But so David was, but he was super, but also even before that, super smart when he spelled his name with the blocks. And oh, yeah. Mom was, she was, her mind was blown. Like, like I, got, I got baby Einstein. Yeah. And then, like I said, he was cute. And, He's cute. Yeah. The other, the other ones, ones are, are not cute. Not cute. No, the, they're creepy. Yeah. So basically, the government is speaking through the vessel of Kirstie Alley, mm. and they're like, hey, we're going to give you more money yeah. if you now let us study your children's powers. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> now, at this point, Terrence, if you're Dr. Allen, uh, no red flags? We're just going to wait and see what happens. Yeah. We're still on the wait and see plan, and yeah. I, at this point would be fully off the plan. Oh, yeah, no doubt. The townspeople are scared beyond. Yeah, because as people they are starting be. to get hurt. And the the eye doctor one, oh, that one dude. was crazy. But 
I kind of blame the eye doctor though. Like oh, she was negligent. She was very negligent, you know. So I would have given her the shiny Who eyeball. Who does that? I would have gave her the shiny eyeball. Dude, like I, I would have. Yeah. It pissed me off the first time I saw it. Yeah. Because a why is that little yeah. vial even there? <laughs> you have the one you need to dilate her eyes. What's yeah. the poison burning yeah. shit <laughs> that you've intentionally put with the red cap on there? And you're like, oh, whoops, I dropped something. Oh, and then let me you sit, just grab one. Just yeah. the closest thing without looking. <laughs> what is this that? This isn't gonna hurt. Ah! Like, dude, yeah, that she is was a, negligent. That is a fault. Yeah, for me, I would have gave her the shiny eyeball too. Like, and that little girl, man, it was like she like scream on megaphone, and well, that's the perfect moment. See, this is the moment mm-hmm. that slays me every time in this movie mm-hmm. is because they're all psychically linked. Yeah, as soon as she feels pain, and their they heads whip turn. around. Yeah, <laughs> they all turn. It's so funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. You don't want to play with that. <laughs> Ooh, they coming to get your ass. And then who, who swings that door open? <laughs> Standing there all. With her. Yeah, right. I, you can't see you what can't I see did with her face. face. Her face, she never smiled once. <laughs> she just looks at that optometrist yeah. like, you done fucked oh, up now. You know you done fucked Mm-mm. up, bitch. I'm going to give you the shiny eyeball. <laughs> Oh, and the doctor is like, "Oh no! Oh, oh wait, damn it. no!" And and again, that would be really scary mm. if you couldn't stop yourself from yeah. hurting yourself. Yeah, that yeah. would be super scary. Yeah, yeah. Now, did they only get her in the one eye? Like I that was, it was what both. I was confused because they only show her do it to one eye. Yeah, and she's just like, ah, you know, like, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, that sucks. Like, <laughs> she was negligent, right? And yeah. She should be fired. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's probably the the one infraction that leads to death in this film that where you're like, meh. Well, she didn't die. Oh, well, okay. She's just blind permanently in one eye. I guess least. because I never see her again. She's just dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I got that. Because the next one mm-hmm. is when the kids are at school. Yeah. And you've got the town drunk who's... The janitor. Oh, he's This guy's Looney Tunes. Like He reminded me of the the in blazing saddles the old-timey gibberish dude he's like i was born here and i stay here and he's like nobody's gonna ruin my biscuit cutter like like old gibberish like frontiersman like he reminded me of that dude yeah and he comes in and he he's giving him a piece of his mind sure while is. they're in the classroom. I'm sure after he'd had a few sips off of his pint bottle, so he got his courage up to go in there and and tell him what's what. I feel like he was like two fifths in at this point. You think so? Oh yeah. Oh man. Because before that, he 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 kind of just like sits around like you're saying, like kind of grumbling, like mm-hmm. yeah. and then. And then he decides he gets enough of that liquid courage where he's like, I'm going to confront the I'm children. Gonna go talk to these kids and tell them what's what. With my broomstick. Yeah. He's like, and I got a I'm broomstick. Gonna, I'm going to kind of jab it at him and a he's little like, bit. And I got a gun, too. And, and I'm not the only one. And and so he's being in there reckless thinking he's, I mean, he seems to feel really confident, really yeah. good about scolding them and just yeah. all of that. Yeah. And then he gets a little... Uh, careless too, he gets a little too reckless and he pops that kid in the face with the broom and handle. that kid didn't budge did you Mm-mm. notice that it he didn't, didn't flinch fade him Mm-mm. what phase him whatsoever like it didn't seem like it was it hurt him at all but even if it did he was going to show that 
drunk that that wasn't nothing. You done fucked up. Well, because he's like, oh, did you not meet my future girlfriend, Mara? Yeah. Oh, she's a bad bitch. In like, I'm number two. Every sense, yeah. Like, Like, you just like she loved me, and you just hit me in the head with a broomstick. Like, what the fuck? I might have a splinter (laughs) or a red mark. Like, you might have messed up my perfect hair. Like, oh, man. She does not like that. She don't play. She likes a certain style of dress. Yeah. yeah. You know, my hair to be a certain sort of way. Yes. She has designed our yes. entire aesthetic. Oh, yeah. Grays, Mara, whites. Mara's gangster. If I if I had a gang, I would jump Mara in my gang. Yeah. But I would want to be on her good side. Yeah, like, yeah. I would only think good thoughts about Mara. She'd For like, sure. look, a bit, look at me, and I'd be like, dude, I wish Mara had some candy right now. And that's you're like, oh, I'm gonna let that dude live right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would do, jump her in my gang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're 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 pretty creepy, right? You know, they when they're are. walking around town two by two. Yeah, and like very soldierish mm-hmm. and regimented and then there's David in the end. And they don't talk. No. Because they don't need to. No, they can just yeah. They're just a hive mind, yeah. basically. Yeah. And Oh, but the janitor, yeah, so he's dead. Like yeah. they he basically impales himself with the well, broom. I first of all, I want to give him credit on his backwards walking up the ladder skills. Like that while drunk that, too, yeah. Right. While being at least two fifths in, as yeah. you say, like that took skill. That was amazing. Thank you for that. But the broomstick jumping down in the car like that was that's a terrible way to go and oh, it's yeah. 1995 and so the special effects weren't great and so that dummy that they had <laughs> you could see <laughs> with yes. its broom through it and then they cut to back to the the drunkard again but yeah like that was that was a terrible way to go I and mean, they don't like, they're straight up at school. Yeah. And then this incident happens. Like, Christopher, or I'm sorry, Dr. Allen leaves for, like, just a minute. And the next thing you see is the janitor's dead on the roof of the truck. And they're just, they're already up the road walking mm. away. Yeah, just walking away just, like, it ain't nothing. It was, yeah. Like, that's nothing. Like, yeah, that happens every day. We mess somebody up. Like, As if they had swatted a fly. Like, you or I <laughs> would feel about that. And it's, you just he, keep it moving. He shouldn't have messed with us. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we, we out now. We're just going to go ahead and leave now. Thanks. We're done here. But Mara then goes to her father in quotations yeah is no yeah and she just looks at him she goes there's gonna be there's some gonna changes be some changes and just walks away almost she like she's like 16 18 yeah. you know the way she talks to him in that moment sure. is like i'm done with your parental guidance yeah we don't need i don't need that anymore i'm good now mm-hmm. but i think even then that was david too when he when he told her not to be emotional mm-hmm. like I'm older he's got his little he's got his little suitcase yeah he's <laughs> walking away <laughs> His the hair barn all to the side and now they're back in the barn that they were born in right okay and are you this is again a, a what's the time frame because the the converted hospital barn right uh-huh. is where they go yeah and it looks as if it's been at least a couple years yeah. and my first thought is y'all couldn't clean up yeah, couldn't, like, yeah. this is this is a nice building and you've <laughs> just left all of this like dusty spider webby uh, like like it's just this gross yeah there's probably afterbirth on the barn still. <laughs> still there, yeah. I mean, maybe they were too distracted with their glowing-eyed babies to <laughs> make it a priority, but it They're just like we're never gonna use this barn again. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Barney's done for. Actually, I really loved the scene when the kids are getting dropped off. It's a small town. You couldn't have just like somebody didn't have a van. Yeah. You couldn't have just rounded all the kids up and just dropped them off. Like we have to have this individual drop off. Yeah. The only parent who seems to really care about her kid is David's mom. Yeah. The rest of them, they hardly say goodbye to these children yeah, when they, they get out of the car. Of, they yeah. just like, and yeah. they just they're they're gone. <laughs> and the second thing that made me laugh is that once they're settled into the barn, and then the the a couple scenes later, there's the mob scene. Mm-hmm. So, okay, logistically, they took the time to drive the children out there and drop them off. But when they go to confront the children, they're like, well, walk it. Yeah. <laughs> like, how far is it actually? Like, is it really far? Is yeah. it close? Like, where's this barn located yeah. in relation to the city? I just thought it was weird. Mm-hmm. And so they're all out there in this barn. And, I, you know, Dr. Allen calls. He's like, she's like, you know, the sheriffs are going to go out there. And he's like, they can't do that. It'll be a bloodbath. Right. And it was like those kids made those cops turn on each other quick. And there was just a shootout and blast. And that's when it did get really kind of graphic as far as like like the killing that went on and like shooting each other directly and shooting the cars and making them wreck that. It did get pretty graphic in that in that point of the movie. Right. And it's it's sensitive because. Even with the knowledge that these children aren't really human children, mm-hmm. there's a knowing about that. They still appear as children. Yeah. And so when Mara and all of them walk out, initially the two cops that were there were just kind of holding position. Yeah. And it didn't seem like they were under the immediate mind control. Like it, it seems like their eyes have to glow yeah. to make that lock in. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what, because to me, this movie, like you said earlier, it's not scary. I think I said it last week. It's not scary at all. It's really cheesy and kind of funny. And at certain points, you kind of go like, how does this even happen? Yeah. Yeah. To the point where the adults are living in this fear of these, you know, 10 year olds. Yeah. But then it's like when you start to really think about what it would take to eliminate those children, it's creepy and Mm -hmm. it's disturbing. And well, you know, um. Dr. Werner, she figured out how to block her thoughts from them. And so Mara was like, you know, why certain things do you think out loud and other things you don't? Mm -hmm. Like, why is that? And uh, Dr. Werner's response was, if we just shouted out everything that we thought, wouldn't it be just like a noisy world? Right. And then Dr. Allen figured out how to block oh wait so when dr verner when she tells dr allen about the alien baby and shows him the the stillborn alien baby then it all becomes really clear as to why that pregnancy the delivery was so difficult Mm -hmm. because you see the size of this yeah this thing's huge yeah it's really big yeah and he's hella pissed that she told him Mm -hmm. because then she's like Oh, I told you this thing that I've year I've I've basically hid away in my brain for years. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and do that in the next thirty seconds. Make sure you don't let them see what's in your head. <laughs> and he gets in his car, and she's kind of behind the car, uh-huh. and he throws it into reverse and floors it, almost like he's. It, I know he wasn't trying to run her over, but uh-huh. also like I don't care if I do. <laughs> I didn't even notice I'm that. I'm kind of pissed off at you right now. <laughs> You've given me really dangerous information, and those children aren't children. Mm-hmm. So then it starts to get even more hilarious yeah. to me because 
he's found a way to do through visualization to block Mara from reading his mind. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, John Wayne it up. He's like, I got this. Yeah. I know how to block it. Yeah. I guess it's the most superhero we see of him in this For moment, sure. right? And he's For just sure. like, I got this. Yeah. He's going to pull a fast one on these kids. Mm -hmm. He feels really, really good about it. Yeah. He's going to work this out. And he shows up with his briefcase. Yeah. Everything seems to be chill because he's already gotten his his marching orders from Mara that you're going to be arranging our transportation and yeah. getting us out of this town this tonight. ASAP. Tonight. And so when he comes back, she's like, so the plans are what now? So, yeah. Like, what are your arrangements? Oh, whoops. I and forgot like, the arrangements oh, and the like, notepad. I've just been busy and my notepads. It's in, in the, the car. It's in the car. And why don't somebody, does somebody want to go out? How about, how about David? Hey, David. And Mara's like, no. She she had she had some inklings. She had some thoughts. She she knew he was being shysty, and you know he was persistent though. And he was like, "Yeah, you know, I, I want to, you know, I want to go over all this stuff, but I need to to get my notepad out of the car." So David, no, Mara wasn't playing, and she again had that upside down smile, like yeah. so serious, like yeah. This little girl really did a good she, job. With she her really did like performance. She did. She wasn't having that. Mm -mm. David wasn't going to go nowhere. And I think she's already told David straight up, like, yeah, we don't really need you. She and you're did. not really important she... because your partner's dead. Yeah. And she told him, she's like, in your emotions, you know, frankly, it disturbs me. Yeah. To, like be, she... yeah, to be frank. Yeah. To be frank, it disturbs me. Like, that you've gotten these emotions. You know, she was like, just so serious. But she was like, but we're going to take you with us. We can't leave you behind. Yeah, because it's like... Yeah. Might create another problem. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But they make her, Dr. Werner, show them, show David the baby, mm -hmm. the stillborn baby. Yes. Because he needed that kind of closure. He did, because he'd, he'd gone off on his own, and, and Dr. Allen finds David at the cemetery, and he's, again, very matter-of-fact. And he was like, David, you know, what are you, what are you doing out here? And he's like, I'm looking for the baby the baby that didn't survive, you know, and then he explains it to him. He's like, you know, she was supposed to be with me. You know, we were supposed to be together. Mm -hmm. And, and Dr. Allen was perplexed by that. He was like, how do you know that? You know, did you, do you have a feeling about this, David? Like, and I, you know, David didn't really go into much more after that. Um, but it was, but, I mean, that was the moment that, that did, sway dr allen's decision later yes because he because david showed emotion to right. him because david empathy. felt like he felt empathy for him because he had realized that dr allen had lost someone too right and then they go over and him and david are looking at his wife's gravestone and david holds his hand right and it was yeah it was a, it was kind of a touching little moment that this this you know he's unlike the rest and i think i don't know obviously it's because maybe he's alone and he doesn't have that the power maybe the full power that the other ones have right. because they're paired and so maybe he is then more vulnerable to being emotional all but he, unspoken but yeah. yes and he but, also developed slower yeah That's why he's and he smaller. was much smaller and and so he shows uh you know love right there in that moment yeah you know, so, yeah, he felt an emotional moment at that time and held Dr. Allen's hand and then 
Dr. Allen felt the emotion too and held David's hand. It was it was a very cute sweet. little sweet moment. It was. Yeah. And I and, and clearly it's enough of an indication to Dr. Allen that David should be spared. Yes. That you know, he's going to bring this bomb into the barn and mm-hmm. he's going to use his mental imagery powers yeah. to block the children, but we got to save David. Yes. I think it's reasonable mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so I love I love that final scene where he you just see you just see Dr. Allen straining his first yeah. and like focusing on a brick wall. On a brick wall. And then like the all the kids like they're straining and their eyes are yeah. glowing and they're all looking at him yeah. and there's that back and forth yeah. with the head turning. Mm-hmm. All of looking it is just, it's everything that I like that I love about this movie is yeah. just that, you know, where these crazy <laughs> looking children just whip their heads around and their eyes glow at you and you're uh-huh. supposed to just piss your pants and yeah, yeah. but here he is, you know, focused on the wall. Yeah. And it reminded me of like Pink Floyd the wall. And then the the he finally it starts David, the wall like starts chipping away yeah and then of course in that moment david's gone and he yeah. can almost kind of like let it well it all seems to coincide i don't think he let his guard down yeah and then she can see the bomb as yeah. it's like igniting yeah and then yeah that was a huge explosion too it blew up too many times didn't mm-hmm. it yeah it did like it seemed like it should have only been in one part of the barn but then the whole barn, like I guess, I guess I would, I would want to blow the whole fucking thing up too. Though, like, if I'm gonna do an explosion, let's make it a big explosion. I mean, it is, you know, carpenter and all. Like, yeah, let's let's just do a big ass explosion. So they blew that whole barn up, and Doctor Allen in there, right? Yeah, he he, he did, sacrifices he himself. Sacrifices himself to you know, and and I think that there's still some townspeople left because the leader of the mob, she. Sets herself on fire. Yeah. With no pain whatsoever. Like, yeah, that was odd. Other people, like, obviously, um, Dr. Allen's wife felt the pain of her arm being mm-hmm. burned. But the lady that set herself on fire felt no pain. None. I know the other ones, like, you know, the guy that fell on the grill, I thought maybe he didn't feel pain just for the fact that they were all just passed out. Yeah. Just knocked out. But, yeah. So what did you think of all this? Um, madness it it just wasn't like i said it wasn't my cup of tea it wasn't a movie that i never even heard of that i could ever even recollect but now you have a new move to use on somebody someday terrence <laughs> somebody says something the glowy kind of crazy and you just got to whip your head around and do the glow and just stare at them i gotta figure out how to do the glowy eye they may not have seen this movie and so they'll just think you're like really or weird if they've seen it Exactly. Maybe then, at that point, I've I've gained control at that point. Ooh. And I could just be like, you don't want me to glowy eye you, right? Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> do, you, do you want me to go there? Do you want me to break out the glowy eyes? Because I will. Right. Because Maybe. at that point, you have to explain them like it's also a, pro- a progression. Yeah. You know, there's different levels of yeah. glowing. Oh, yeah. You know, if we get to forehead illumination. Oh, man. Oh, my God. It's all bad for you. Like. It's going to not end well for you, and you don't want me to get there. So just give me 100 bucks and walk away. Right. Like, and we'll just be, you know, okay for right now, and hopefully you won't mess up again. Do you, do you agree with the moves and the strategy implemented by specifically Dr. Allen? Do you mean like him, like, 
like separating like this whole wait and see kind of like like you're seeing things that have never happened before and it's really weird and you're just like "Mm." well no of course i don't agree but then you know if they didn't do it we wouldn't have that that lovely gem of a movie like it would be it would be a very short it would be a short film and i think the thing that i think is actually scary about the film Uh this thing was smart enough to know that it's like humans don't want to hurt babies or children and so that's the element it just doesn't come across in this movie no but once these kids started killing people off it was it was dunsville there was no there was no love lost except for David because David was the only sweet one. All the other kids were like heartless. They were like Kanye West. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, you know, so like they no nobody else felt an urge to save any of the other kids. You know, there was the, the one dad that wanted to come. Was it Sheila? I'm oh, here to yeah. get Sheila. Oh, that didn't go well. That didn't go well for him. No. He wanted her back. He mm-hmm. really did. He wa- he loved her and he wanted his daughter. And, you know, they were, of course, independent. What about you? What did, what, what were your thoughts? I, uh, You'd I seen this before. Yes. I okay. saw this in the theaters when I was oh, 15. Oh, in the theaters. And you paid like five bucks. To seriously. See of my, <laughs> I mean, and that was a lot. My teenage money. You know? It was funny to me then. Uh-huh. It's still funny to me now. Okay. It's over the top unbelievable in uh-huh. so many ways. It's cheesy. Yeah. Um, it's not great at all. Yeah. But it's what I find in the movies that I do have a fondness for that are bad like this is uh-huh. that there's something funny in it that you can, if other people, like you were saying, if other people have seen it, it's mm. hilarious yeah, because yeah. they get the reference. Of course. I just, I, I guess to answer your question, after watching it, I wanted to see if I could come up with a different strategy for how to deal with this problem, mm-hmm. and I have failed. I don't know how you. I don't know how you could actually do this any different. Yeah. If in a real world application, mm-hmm. because it's too. It's laden with so many horrible things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And then I was thinking. I was like, well, maybe they would have all decided to abort. So all oh, the women, right? right. right I choose to abort. Like, no, I'm not going to have this kid. It's too weird. But these kids are obviously like ahead of the game, even I would assume inside the belly. Right, right, right. So maybe they would have glowy eyed them from the inside. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it would have started from the womb, but it was, yeah. Well, okay. The first time I saw it, what it looked like was straight up people just letting these kids run them. Mm Mm-hmm watching it again it's like oh right the mind control Mm. and the all of that business Well, i was telling my friend i went on a hike with that uh we were doing this podcast today Mm -hmm. and she'd never heard of it Mm -hmm. i told her kind of the premise of it and she was like it reminds me of a twilight zone episode with the little kid that if you had like bad thoughts he could tell you had these bad thoughts and everybody was like, oh, my God, Jimmy, that's a beautiful painting. Like, I'm so glad you drew that. Because if they were like, oh, that's ugly, he would have been like, he, he gives you this look and he just makes you disappear. Oh. And you're gone. And so everybody was being run by this kid because he had this amazing power like these kids did. They have this power to, like get you to hurt yourself they got mark hamill to shoot himself in the head like Mm -hmm. but he 
as a preacher. I'm not. He had the collar on. He was gonna blast Mara. He had her in the scopes. Sure did. He was gonna. He was gonna pull the trigger on her and shoot her in the head. When I was looking at his character, I thought, oh, he's probably like really stoked on this initially. Yeah. And he it's, was. Yeah. It's like it's like the second coming of Christ for him. Right. Maybe. But then he yeah. flips first. I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like he's the first one that's like. Things are not cool. Yeah. This is not right. And yeah. they are not human. Yeah. The fact they all look the same. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess what maybe is more interesting, the certain things that we're able to as humans to kind of like brush off or shrug aside. And it's like, mm-hmm. uh, that's not going to be a big deal. <laughs> eh, that'll work itself out. <laughs> Next thing you know, you need to go blow up a barn. <laughs> Full of blonde haired kids. I mean, you guys. <laughs> But yeah. Eight of them. Yeah. Minus David. Minus David. So there's David cruising on out. Mom's with like, Mom. don't worry. I'll take you somewhere where nobody knows us. I'll take you somewhere where your silver hair won't stand out. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? Gonna where are like... you going to go <laughs> where this kid fits in? Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Like, that was probably like the last little bit where I'm like, no. But see, maybe David won't give him the shiny eyes. You know, he's, he's did he ever shiny? I don't think he I did. I don't think he ever did. And there were times when he could have and he didn't. Yeah. And he just stood there and watched. So maybe he won't shiny eye people unless they really make him mad. I think let's David, just hope David's I think all right David out there. David made it. He maybe did. he just shaves his head now. You know, <laughs> so because it's a dead giveaway. Right? Or he can add color. Maybe he went goth and he did like full on black. Yeah. And like grew his hair out like super long. David made it. Yeah. So this one goes in my list of movies that I just never don't gonna find watch as again. My favorite. So I probably I will never watch this movie again. I don't know that I will either, but it 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 was fun for me. It I was. Hope, it I was, hope you enjoyed no, it to an extent. I did. I did. And I watched it twice. So like yes, Good. I did. And so while I was watching it again today, I was kinda like thumbing through my movies Mm -hmm. and so the movie that we're gonna watch this week is goodfellas oh my gosh a scorsese film well you know he's one of Um, my favorites yeah one of mine too and you know it's got a lot of my favorites in it. it's got pesci it's got de niro Niro, it's got so many ray liotta Liotta, just so many people in mm -hmm. it that i i'm excited yeah this will be awesome yeah 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 so goodfellas it is excellent Get your gangster on. Oh. Yeah, this is a movie that should be a part of your like top ten for sure. Like Yeah. You know, if you're gonna let us dictate to you what your personal preferences are <laughs> and tell you what's good for you. I could do that for you all day. All day. All day long. We are so good at that. <laughs> nice. All right, Terrence. Another movie in the books. Uh yeah, it's great. Yeah. So I look forward to our next one and I look forward to Getting everybody out here again and listening to us again. Yeah, thank you, everybody. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you again for downloading. We hope you liked it. Real Nostalgic is produced by Hollis Lazzarini with additional support from me, Terrence McHenry. Our logo was designed by Carissa Westfall. Please check out our website, realnostalgic.com. Like, share, subscribe, and write to us. We'd love to hear from you.